You're listening to the Rooted Feminine Podcast, the place for sovereign women who want to honor just how potent they truly are. I'm your host, Marissa Lawton, a former licensed psychotherapist turned sacred steward, and it's my mission to help women cultivate grounded relationships with their feminine energy and step more fully into their divinity. I walk alongside feminine seekers as they remember their magic, reconnect with ancient rhythms, and reclaim their divine power. By moving beyond patriarchal constructs and good girl conditioning, we are all able to co-create a life of spiritual intention. Each week, we will work to root spiritual concepts in the earth and in the body. You'll get a sense of what it's like to open yourself up to your mysticism like never before and you'll be inspired to walk the feminine path, pouring into yourself and the collective around you. From the way you make your money, to the way you trust your path, and the way you show up in the world, you really can embody your soul's truth. So keep listening and prepare to enter Temple Space. Hey sisters, let's be honest. There's a difference between your spiritual path being something you do and being who you are. We're all here listening today because we're craving the embodied power that is possible when we resurrect our relationship with ancient and sacred wisdom. But none of us is alone when we realize we have a lot of work to do, individually and collectively, in order to help the divine feminine truly rise. Truth is, there are generations worth of deconditioning and decolonizing work that needs to happen for goddess energy to feel safe enough to flourish and each of us has a different soul calling and dharmic purpose to help her do just that while this all sounds so magical it's not really that easy to step out of the systems and structures we've known all our lives even if our intuition is screaming at us to do so and we all could use a little guidance on how best to bravely step onto the feminine path this is why i made you an insightful quiz In nine grounded questions, you'll see exactly where you're at in your divine feminine journey and what could help you most as you root into your spiritual growth. It's super easy for you to take and it will give you incredible insight into awakening your magic and stepping into your power. Simply head on over to rootedfeminine.com slash quiz to take the first step in your rerouting journey. Hey sister, welcome to episode lucky slash sacred number 13 of Rooted Feminine. It is the final episode in our shadow work series. And so we will be bringing this topic to a close. Um, It's been fun to go here for me and to kind of examine this um, buzzwordy type topic, especially in the spiritual space. Um, And to really examine it through the feminine lens and to examine it through um, an empowering lens, right? Talking about how it doesn't have to be shitty and how you can do it without becoming obsessed and um, how in today's episode, you are absolutely strong enough for this. You're absolutely strong enough to do this work. And sometimes it's hard work and sometimes it's ugly work, but you're absolutely strong enough. So and that is what we're going to cover today. And I'm really um, looking forward to kind of empowering you through the concept. 
as a reminder, next week is our wisdom event. We're going to be doing the um, get together, the circle called womb work, three energies to support you in your shadow work, even if you've never been to the dark side. So this event coming up is designed for those of you who are looking for an initiation into a season of shadow work. Um, so even if this is your first time doing shadow work or doing shadow work in an intentional and guided way, this workshop is going to be totally appropriate. As a reminder, I am a former licensed psychotherapist, so super trauma-informed, super able to can hold containers and hold spaces in a way that will allow us to do this work in a, in a safe and productive way. Um, but even if you are somebody who's familiar with shadow work and who has done this before, um, we're going to have energetic practices and we're going to work with archetypal energies on the event. So it still will be super, super valuable for you, even if you are a shadow work expert. So wherever you're at in this um, process, I would love to join you or love to invite you to join us. So it's going to be about half educational, half ceremony. So we're going to be learning about these archetypes, learning about the energetics, um, how to use them in our shadow work, how they're helpful, what ways we can call on them and um, ask for their support and guidance. And then we're going to be doing that. So we're going to be doing ceremony as well. So I can't wait to have you join us. Again, that is going to be next week, August 21st, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. You can absolutely register if you can't be there because there will be a replay sent out. But if you have any ability to be there with us live, uh, that's where you're going to get the most benefit of that energetic circle and that sisterhood feeling. So if you can be there live, do try um, and hang out with us. So you can save your spot over at rootedfeminine.com slash shadow. All right. So there's no doubt that shadow work can be scary, right? You're basically signing up, um, signing yourself up to look at all of the painful stuff that you've ever been through or done to others, right? It's kind of a sobering experience because you are seeing some of the roles that you played in like the crappiest times of your life. And of course, to make sure that this is a trauma-informed space, there are things that happen to you in your life that you are in no way, shape, or form at fault for. Okay. So there's things that just plain out happened and you can think about maybe how you had a role in that, but there's no way that you had a fault in that. Okay, so I want to separate the idea of role and fault, right? So that's a big distinction to make here. Um, you are not at fault for abuse. You are not at fault for certain traumas, right? And that is something that is really important for us to draw a line between because we can still see a role that we played in situations without assigning blame or shame or fault. Okay. So when we have these realizations like, oh, you know, I stayed in that relationship too long because, you know, it reminded me of my dad, or I felt comfortable with this, or I was repeating a pattern or whatever. There's a role that you played. There's a choice that you made, right? Very different from certain other traumatic instances. But when you start to see 
where your function was in the situation, then it can be it can be eye-opening and it can be sobering. And there's this um, tendency to then blame ourselves, shame ourselves. And what we want to instead do through our shadow work is the three A's that I mentioned last episode. Become aware, have a sense of acceptance, and to take accountability. Again, caveat again for those types of traumas that you have no fault for, that you don't have to accept and that you don't have to have accountability for. Talking more about like when you cheated or when you broke somebody's heart or when you lied, right? Those are things that are absolutely part of your shadow work and absolutely things that you can have awareness of, can accept, and can take accountability for, right? So I want to make a very clear distinction again. But when we come across the ways like, okay, this relationship, um, when you're doing, before you do your shadow work, you might think like, oh, they were an asshole and they did this and they did that. And the, the, we broke up because of them, blah, 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 blah. But when you do your shadow work and you're able to understand the role that you played, that's that sobering effect because then you realize, oh, there were two people in this relationship and oh, here's how I perpetuated these arguments or here's how I mistreated them and or here's how I contributed to the breakup or whatever. So there's this kind of coming to Jesus moment almost (laughs) for lack of a better term where you're like, you're doing this examination, you're doing this reflection, and you're not always going to like what you see. Um, Especially, you're not always going to like the way that you show up, the way that you see yourself when you're doing the work from an objective standpoint. Okay. Of course, in addition to it being sobering, shadow work can also be triggering. This is why we want to make sure we're doing this in a sacred container in a safe space if we're choosing guides for our shadow work we want to make sure that the guides that we choose are equipped to do this kind of work right because you're going to see the role of others right and especially if we get into some of those big t or even little t traumas but when we get into those things where there were you know heinous things done for for some of us right um that can be triggering. Okay, that can be triggering. We're going to look at the the roles that other people played and also other systems, right? Systems like our um, judicial system, our police system, our school system. Some of my biggest um, shadow work is around school system and how I was told I was too much and to be quiet in class. And I can remember an instance in eighth grade, it was our eighth grade civics class, where they were doing this like pop quiz type thing, but everybody, it was not like written down, you just kind of raised your hand. And I had answered um, multiple questions. And then it was like coming around to my turn again. And the teacher was like, I'm going to skip you. So we have time for somebody else to have a chance. And it's like, I can see both sides. Like they, you know, I'm, I'm answering all the damn questions, but also it felt so shameful to be skipped. It felt so shameful. Like I was doing something wrong by knowing the answers, right? So I'm just sharing that story because 
that's a, that's a small t trauma, right? That's uh, somebody else would be like, oh well, whatever, they skip me, right? It would be totally insignificant to somebody else. But to me, it's something I remember over twenty years later, thirty years later, damn near, right? And it's like it's still stuck with me. So when I'm doing this trigger work or the shadow work of not having a voice, or when I'm doing this shadow work of um, being too much. These are the type of memories that are going to come up and it's, it's going to trigger and I'm going to see other people's role in it and I'm going to see my role in it, right? So people and systems, the school system, the healthcare system, right? That might be one that a lot of you have some triggering things around. I have some medical anxiety. I have some things that trigger me around the medical system as well. So not only is it going to sober you up to your role in some things, it's going, to, it's going to have the potential to trigger you when you're examining other people's roles or systems roles, right? So it's no doubt, no doubt that trigger or that shadow work is scary. It's also really necessary, okay? Shadow work can be life-changing. When you work through the process, right? Remember, awareness, acceptance, accountability. That's the shadow work process, becoming aware of the situation. What was taking place in that um, eighth grade civics classroom, right? What was happening? Why was I triggered? I was triggered or why was I ashamed? Okay. I was ashamed because I thought I was being too much or I had too loud of a voice or I was a know-it-all or whatever. What was my side of things? What was their side of things? Becoming just aware of the whole situation. Finding some acceptance around it. Okay, this situation happened and it sucked and it was painful and it embarrassed me. And I walk around to this day, almost 30 years later, feeling X, Y, Z, whatever, whatever. And then taking some accountability for it. Is there anything that you need to maybe make amends for I'm not calling my eighth grade civics teacher like we're <laughs> I'm not making amends for that but in some cases there might be something you need to make amends for or is there something you need to ask for an apology for from the other person right is there any amends that needs to be made if not accountability can be looking like for me in that case I will use my voice right or Maybe if I'm looking at the shadow, I will give other people a chance to talk. Going forward, my plan is to, or going forward, I intend to. That's the taking accountability. So when we do this shadow work, going through this process, awareness, acceptance, accountability, this is when the big shifts happen, okay? Remember, you're not broken and your shadow doesn't have to be fixed, but it's entirely possible for you to show up in a way that's more soul aligned, in a way that feels better for you, that feels more powerful for you. And you are absolutely strong enough to do this. Hey sister, interrupting real quick to let you know about something exciting that's coming up. We're starting to tiptoe into autumn here in the Northern Hemisphere, which means we're on the threshold of shadow season. This is when the darker energies come out to play and our womb spaces are ripe for alchemical healing, which all sounds really yummy and witchy, but it's also an important season on your feminine journey. See, there's no such thing as only love and light. 
We need to venture into the depths and into the darkness so that we can come to terms with the things that are no longer serving us and bring our energy and intention to releasing them. And I'm just going to be real honest and say it. This is something that needs to be done safely and done well. Shadow work can be tough and it isn't a joke, which is why it might be best for you to do it with a trauma-informed and seasoned guide. You're listening to this podcast, so I know you're somebody who's ready to bravely work toward becoming your most embodied and mystical self. You just need some grounded guidance that's going to walk you through the shadowy parts without getting bogged down, stuck, or overly focused on healing every single thing about you. That is why we're doing a live wisdom event on Monday, August 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, and it's called Womb Work three energies to support you in your shadow work, even if you're new to the dark side. During this event, I'm sharing the three best divine feminine energies to work with when you're diving into the depths. You'll meet the archetypes, learn what wisdom and medicine each one holds for you, and we'll even weave in some embodiment practices so you can awaken these energies inside yourself and inside your soul. This way, you can recognize that you have everything you need inside to work with your shadow and to integrate it so that you can become the next most healed version of yourself. I can't wait to hang out with you live, but if you can't make it, there will be a replay. So go ahead and register and um, we will see each other very soon. Head on over to rootedfeminine.com shadow to save your spot. Okay, you're going to see some things that, that are not fun, but you're strong enough. Okay, when you doubt your strength, when you're saying, oh, I, I don't want to do shadow work. That's too scary. Or that's that's not going to be helpful for me. I don't need to relive all of that. Da, 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 da. When you doubt your strength, a couple of things happen, right? You play into the patriarchal narrative that women are the weaker or the meeker sex, right? For generations, especially like in the Victorian era, like, oh, let's protect the pretty little women. They can't see this. They can't know this. That's too much for their feeble minds or that they have a delicate disposition, right? So when you are shying away from your shadow work, when you're afraid to do this, actually, I want to restate that because it's normal to be afraid. When you doubt your ability, when you doubt your power, you're playing into this narrative. So how can we reclaim our power here? How can we reclaim our divinity? The other thing that happens when you doubt your strength and doubt your power is you're really kind of denying your ancestors, right? Those women who were um, persecuted, killed, purposely kept small, denied a voice, denied abilities, right? Here you are in 2023 and we have a long fucking way to go. I'm not saying it's perfect, but you have the ability right now to do some reclamation. You have some the ability right now to honor those ancestors by doing this work, by, by looking at the generational patterns, by breaking generational curses, by being a cycle breaker, you can do that. So we don't want to, I'm urging you not to um, doubt your power here. Okay. And when you doubt your power, you are signaling to the universe that you're not open to the next highest version, right? When you say, mm, I'm, I'm not ready for that. I'm not strong enough for that. I'm not powerful enough for that. I'm not capable of that. 
you're giving the universe a big stop sign, right? I am not open. So instead, one of my students gave me this phrase that I love and I use a lot of flexing your bravery muscles. Okay, this is not something that you can just like do overnight, right? This is something that takes um, time and the ability to grow your capacity for, right? But when you flex those bravery muscles, when you step up and you say, I'm willing to give it a try to the capacity level that I have right now, you're taking back that story. You're writing your own narrative and you're centering it on you and your growth. Okay, you're not playing into anybody else's narrative anymore. You're writing your own. By doing this shadow work, like I was saying, you're, you're paying homage to your ancestors. You're saying, I know you didn't have power for whatever reason. And I just happen to have a smidge more in my circumstances. So I'm going to do this work. I'm going to do this work for you and for me and for great, great, great grandma or whatever, right? So you're honoring, you're paying homage to your ancestors, right? And the other thing is that you're showing up for yourself in a way that the universe recognizes as a green light. I said this before in a previous episode, but you're creating that vacuum. You're doing the shadow work. You're clearing, you're cleansing so that you can make room for the new so you can make room for the next best thing. Okay. So how do we how do we be brave? On the feminine path, how do we be brave? Because we know on the masculine path, they just go for it. They forge ahead, hero's journey, totally isolated, and they just like, you know, go for it, right? Completely um determined to go about it by themselves. Well, on the feminine path, our bravery comes from asking for help. Okay. The feminine path is nothing if not communal. We don't do things by ourselves. We don't individualize. We build community. We call on our village. Right? If you don't have a village, join us next week and you can start your village. Okay? Because the feminine path is not walked in isolation. As I mentioned before, your ancestors are always there. The women of your past, your red thread, your matrilineal line is always with you. And so you can call on those ancestors, their ancestral wisdom, their magic, their DNA is in your bones. Their soul fire made your soul fire. Okay, so... Call in your ancestors, call in your guides, work with them in your meditations, work with them in your practices. Talk to them, maybe not in public, <laughs> but call on those ancestors. The other place to go is these archetypes. The feminine is with you always in all of her forms, but if you need a certain type of support on your shadow work journey, you can call on those archetypes. On Monday, we'll be calling on seductress, witch, and dark goddess. Those are our shadow archetypes, and we're going to call on them to help us do this work. You can absolutely work with those or any other feminine archetype goddess energy that 
feels like it's going to be supportive on this. So you don't have to be alone spiritually. You don't have to be alone energetically. And you don't have to be alone physically or at least online because you can do this with sisters. Okay, You can do this in your, your in-person life. Call on some friends. Call on some sisters. Say, hey, um, I would love to do a shadow season together. I'd love to build a container for shadow work where we're going to work on this for six weeks and then we can come together and share. And, and those rituals and those routines that I talked about last episode, you can do those in community. If you don't have that in your in-person life, this is exactly what Rooted was made for. So you can start by joining us next week. And then if you want to continue, you can absolutely come on into the Rooted Collective where we'll do this for a year long together. Okay, but next week we're having a free event on Monday, August 21st, again at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. And we're going to be working with these three archetypes. We're going to be learning about them. So again, that's seductress. Uh, so anything in your shadow of your sex, your sexy stuff, um, which, so anything in the shadow of your um, power and your magic and dark goddess. So anything in the shadow of your rage or your anger. That's, that's what we'll be working with on Monday. So we're going to learn about them. We're going to understand how they support us on our journey. And we're going to be doing some embodiment and, and um, energetic practices with them. So if you're looking for um, help and you're wanting to do this in a feminine way, in community, in a sister circle, please join us for the shadow work event. This is the thing that can help you initiate this container for yourself. And you don't have to do it by yourself. You are strong enough. And you are strong enough to do this in community, all right? So if you want to save your spot, head on over to rootedfeminine.com slash shadow. And I will see you next week. I'll also be back here in your earbuds next week with another episode. And I'll see you back in temple space. Thank you so much for listening to Rooted Feminine. For show notes, links, downloads, head over to rootedfeminine.com slash podcast, where you'll be able to build a deeper relationship with me and the show, as well as sink into all past episodes. If you loved what you heard today, it would be so kind of you to share it with your divine feminine friends, subscribe to the show, and even leave a review. Cannot wait to connect with you next week.